Shalom to all. Today's office of Yomas Mem Gimel. We are starting the top line, the second to last word on the line. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas. Mars Miriam Sarah Basib Yaakov Moshe. Her Nishama should have an aliyah. And Lili Nishmas, Rebbech Mil Mordechai, Ben Rebchaim, his Nishama should have an aliyah. Now, at the end of yesterday's Gemara, Reb Nochman asked Rebavo a number of questions regarding how to determine the halacha when there are multiple sources indicating the halacha differently. One of the rules Rebavo told him was that if there's a Stam Mishnah, namely a Mishnah that has no Tana's name attached to it, and afterwards a Brisa, which discusses the same topic of the Mishnah, but in the Brisa, it's the subject of Machlekes, the halacha is like the Stam Mishnah. Rab Nachum now asks on that. Amr Lehi asked Rabbo, Vatanan, we have a Mishnah that tells us, Masar Kshel Pishton, a flax comb, it's meant to comb flax. Shnitlu Shinov, its teeth were removed. Now we know that a Kli can only become Tame if it's usable and therefore has the status of a Kli. However, if it's not fully finished or if it was finished and then broke and it's unusable, it can become Tame. So we have this comb for flax that the teeth were removed, Benishtaru by Shnayim, and two teeth were left on the comb. Tameis, it's still could be Toma because it's usable. Vaachas, however, if there's only one tooth left, Tahira, so then it's not Makabal Toma. And if these teeth were removed one by one, and we have these individual teeth, to me, they could be makabal toma because they could be used for something. Shaltzemer, what about a wool comb? It's meant for combing wool. That one out of every two was removed, meaning every other tooth was removed. Tahar, it's not makabal toma because it can't be used. Three teeth were left in one place on the comb. Tame, so it is makabal toma. However, if one of those three that were left on the comb was an outer tooth, Tahar, it's not makabal because that outer tooth can't be used. Nitlu bays, let's say two teeth were removed, and they were made into a pair of tweezers, Tameo, so then they will be makabotoma. Achas, let's say one tooth was removed from the wool comb, and then he prepared it for use for cleaning out a lamp, or for stretching out material. Tameo, it's makabotoma. And here's the question, we established that halacha is not like that mishnah, even though this mission that we just read is a stam mishnah. Afterwards, we have machlekes in a brisa, and we do not paskin like the stam mishnah. That's not like what Rabbi Rabbi said, Rabbi Voh said that when we have a Stam, and the Machlekes is in a Brisa, we still paskin like the Stam Mishnah. Or here we see that we're not paskin like the Stam Mishnah. So Amr Leir, Rabbi Voh told Rabbi Nachum, Bar Dahi, it's excluding that Mishnah. That Mishnah is not counted in this rule. Rabbi Yechon and Rosh Darmi Chavayu, both Rabbi Yechon and Rosh say about this Mishnah, Zu ain't a Mishnah. That it's not an authoritative Mishnah. We don't paskin like that Mishnah. It's not a valid Mishnah. My time, but why is that? Because Amr Rav Huna Bar Menech, Mishmed Rav Idi Breid Rav Ika, Mishum Dakash Rachel Sefa. There's a contradiction between the Rachel and the Sefa of the Mishnah. Diktani in the Rasha it says Shalt Semer if it's a wool comb Shinit Lushin of Achsmein Time one out of every two teeth was removed meaning every other tooth was removed Tahar it's not Makabal Tomah it's not usable what does that imply Hanishtayr by Shtayim Makim Echad if there is two teeth in one place Tameh so then it could be Makabal Tomah but then Mahathir Tani right afterwards the Mishnah taught Nishtayr by Gimel Tameh there are three teeth remained on the comb and it's Tameh and what does that imply Gimel in Shtayim Loi that if there was three teeth there then it could be Makabal Tomah however if there was only two teeth left together so then it's not Makabal Tomah and since there's a steer between the Rish and the Seifa, it's not an authoritative Mishnah anyway, and that's why we don't paskin like it. The Gemara asks, Why is that problematic? Perhaps one part is talking about the inner row of the comb, and the other one is talking about the outer row. The outer row of teeth, which is further away from the handle, does most of the work, so therefore it would have to have more teeth. That's why you would have to have three teeth there, and two is not enough. But the inner row having two teeth is enough, so it's not a stira. So the Gemara says, You're right. This is the stira, and this is the problem with the Mishnah. The Tani, the beginning of the Mishnah, says, If individual teeth were removed, so then those individual teeth could be makabal toma hiskina that implies even though they were not prepared for a specific use of sorts. Ema seifa, what does the end of the Mishnah say? Achas If one of the teeth was removed and it was specifically prepared for cleaning out a lamp or for stretching out material, then it's makabal toma. What do we see from here? He's skinning in loy hiskina loy. Only if it was prepared for this specific purpose, then it's going to be makabal toma. If not, it's not going to be makabal toma, and that's not like the reisha. So once again, since the reisha and the seifa of this Mishnah are contradictory, we just don't pass them like that Mishnah. But now Amr Abayi asks, why 
is that problematic? One is talking about that it has a handle, one's talking about it doesn't have a handle. When the Risha and the Mishnah imply that it didn't have to be prepared for a specific use, that's because when the tooth was removed, it came off with a little piece of wood. You can hold onto that tooth with the piece of wood, so therefore it's already prepared. You don't have to actually prepare for something. The safe of the Mishnah says that you have to prepare it, that's because when the tooth was removed, it doesn't have that handle, that little piece of wood on it, so therefore you have to actively prepare it. And Omar Papa, he continues this as well. Oh my kosho, why is there a problem? Perhaps the safe of the Mishnah is talking about a skinny, narrow tooth, and therefore it needs to be prepared because it's very difficult to hold, and one is talking about a wide, thicker tooth, which is much easier to hold, and therefore it's easier to use. So because these questions were chaser from our original answer, and the reason why this Mishnah is not a question on what Rabbi Vo said is for a different reason. The people that are medoyik and they're experts in what the halacha is, they would have concluded this Mishnah as, Zu Reb Shimon, these are the words of Reb Shimon, because they know that this Mishnah is the opinion of Reb Shimon. So originally Reb Nachum asked from this Mishnah because he thought it was a Stam Mishnah. Really, it's not a Stam Mishnah. Really, the Mishnah should have been concluded with Zu Reb Shimon, and therefore this Mishnah is not a question anyway because it's not a Stam Mishnah. And now going back to what we were discussing yesterday regarding a woman needing to wait three months before she gets remarried, Shalch Reb Chiyabar Oven, he sent the following message, Ma'arusin Toch Gimel, she is allowed to undergo Erusin within three months. V'chein Oisin Maisa, and that's what they did. People would act on that. V'chein Hayy Reb Lazar Malamdein, Reb Lazar also used to teach us, Mishom Reb Chanina Gadol, the name of Reb Chanina Gadol, Rubai Shal Rishon, Rubai Shal Shlishi, Vemtsai Shalim. As long as she waits the majority of the first month that her husband died in, the majority of the third month and the middle month is a full month, that's enough, and she doesn't have to wait the full 90 days. And Amemar Sharla Aris, Biyam Teshim, Amemar allowed them to get engaged on the 90th day itself. Amemar Ravashi, Amemar, Ravashi asked Amemar, but Rav Shmuel, Damar Shavayo, both Rav and Shmuel say, Tzrichel Hamden Gimel Chadashim, she has to wait three months. Besides for the day that her husband died on, and besides for the day that she's getting engaged on, which means she has to wait for a full 90 days. Maimer responded, No, that was said in regards to a woman who's nursing, she has to wait the full amount of time. Both Rav and Shmuel say, She has to wait a full 24 months to get remarried. Besides for the day that he was born on, and besides for the day that she's getting engaged on. There's a person that made the Suda for his Erosin on the 90th day, and Rava made him lose out on that Suda because he's not allowed to get engaged on that 90th day. So he says, No, he sued this Nisuin Havai. That was a Suda's Nisuin. They were actually getting married and it wasn't Erosin. And Helcha said the halacha is, She has to wait a full 24 months besides for the day the child was born on and besides for the day she's getting engaged. And she has to wait three months besides for the day that her husband died on and besides for the day that she's getting engaged on. And the Mishnah said, And this is talking about the end of the Mishnah in Shita. Rabbi Yaisi. Rabbi Yaisi's opinion, he had said that all women are allowed to get engaged within this 90-day period, except for an almana. She's not allowed to get engaged because she has the dinam of Avelos, and Avelos, she's not allowed to get engaged. However, all other women are allowed to get engaged within this 90-day period. But now we're going to ask a question on this. Amar Chiz, Rabbi Chiz, asked, Kabuchimer, we should have a Kabuchimer that allows her to get engaged even though she's in Avelos. We have a certain situation that a person is not allowed to launder their clothing, but they are allowed to do erisin. In a situation where a person is allowed to launder their clothing, for sure they should be allowed to do erisin. And Mahi, what are these situations that we're talking about? That none, we have a Mishnah. The week that Tishba falls out on, a person is not to get a haircut or launder their clothing. On Thursday, Mutter, it is permitted because of Kavit Shabbos. We have another Braisa. Before this time, meaning before Tishba, people decrease in their dealings from doing business, from building and from planting, and they are allowed to do erisin, but they're not to get married, and no doing a Sudas Erisin either. So we see the week before Teshabav, we're not allowed to launder clothing, but we are allowed to do Erisin. So during the 30 days of Avelas, which we are allowed to launder clothing, for sure we should be allowed to do Erisin. More answers, that's not a question. 
That price is talking about two weeks before Teshubav, not the week before Teshubav, and laundering clothing is permitted two weeks before Teshubav. So Amaravi continues asking, Even two weeks before Teshubav, we still would have a Kaval which would be a question on Rabbi Shita. In a scenario where a person is not allowed to do business, Motorly Aris are still allowed to do Erisin. In a scenario where a person is allowed to do business, that's in the first 30 days of Avelis, and in Shemotoli Aris, for sure she should be allowed to do Erisin. So now the Gemara answers this question by making a suggestion, which at the end of the Gemara we're going to be Chazer from. But for now, the Gemara says, Don't say the Rabbi Yesi says that all women are allowed to get engaged, except for a woman who's an Almana. All women are allowed to get married within this 90 days, except for an Almana. But now the Gemara Mem Gilam Abayas asks, How can we say that? Blessedly, Rabbi Yesi Lahavchin, Rabbi Yesi doesn't hold to this concept of Avchana, that she has to wait 90 days to see if she's pregnant so we can determine who the father is. The Gemara answers, You're right, Leslie, he doesn't hold to this concept of Avchana. Alternatively, we could answer, Really, he holds of Avchana. Let's try to understand that what Rabbi Yesi is saying in the Mishnah is Rabbi Yesi, and Rabbi Yesi says, Call Arusa is Gerusha is Yinasu. Any woman who's a Gerusha, she's divorced from Arusin, she's allowed to get married right away. Ask Gemara if that's the way we're understanding Rabbi Yesi in our Mishnah, Han Rabbi Yehuda, that's the same thing as Rabbi Yehuda in our Mishnah. The Gemara answers, No, Ikabinayo, the difference is Nisu Aris. If a woman is coming from Nisuin, is she allowed to get engaged right away? Rabbi Yehuda suffered Nisuin Mutarisli Aris. Rabbi Yehuda holds, if she's coming from Nisuin, she is allowed to get engaged right away. Rabbi Yesi suffered Nisu Asurli Aris. Rabbi Yesi holds that if she's coming from Nisuin, she's not allowed to get engaged. Right away. The Gemara asks, Rabbi Yesi Nisu Asurli Aris. Rabbi Yesi really holds that a woman coming from Nisuin is not allowed to do Erisin right away. But Tanya, you have a brayser. Rabbi Yesi, Rabbi Yesi says, Kol Anoshim Yis Arsu. All women are allowed to do Erisin right away. Chosman Almana, except for an Almana, but Bnei Ibel because she has Chiv of Avelus. And Vekama Ibel Shalah. How long is her Avelus? Shloishim Yim. That's thirty days. And Vekulam Lo Yinasu. All of them are not allowed to get married. Ashiulan Gimel Chadashim until they wait three months. And we continue explaining this brayser, developing the question. Hi, my kosher house is a question. Even if you want to say Diktani Rabbi Yesi Amir because the brayser says that Rabbi Yesi. Tells us that all women are allowed to get engaged. So from that part of the Brayso, there's no question because Mialim Masnisin is that any stronger than Rabbi Yesi's statement in our Mishnah itself? That we explained Rabbi Yesi's statement in our Mishnah as meaning a woman who's a Grusha from Erisin is allowed to get married. So Hachinami over here also in this Brayso, we could explain it as Kolarusa is Grusha Yinasu. So Alami Seifa must be that the question is coming from the Seifa this Brayso. Diktani the Seifa the Brayso says Vakulin Loyinasu. None of them are allowed to get married until they wait three months. Or from here that in Sube who delight they're not allowed to get married, Hayasruse Shapir dummy, implying that they are allowed to do Arison. So we see clearly from here that Rabbi Yesi says in the Brisa that a woman is allowed to do Arison right away, even though she's coming from Nisuin. So Amarava he tries to answer Tarza Imahachi, let's try to explain like this. Rabbi Yesi Um Rabbi Yesi says, Kala Rusa is Grusha Sinasu, all women that are divorced from Arison, they're allowed to get married. Chutzman Almana, except for an Almana of Ebel because she has Khivavelas. But Kama Ebel Shalah, how long is her Khivavelas? Shlashim Yam 30 days. And Venezuelasu, a woman coming from Nisuin is not allowed to get engaged until they wait three months. But the Gemara asks on that explanation as well. How could we say that? A woman who's an Almana from Erisin, meaning she never did Nisuin, she's only an Almana from Erisin, does she have a Chiv of Avelas? If a man is engaged to a woman, there was only Erisin, and then she dies, he doesn't have any Halachas of Aninos, if he's a Kayin, he's not allowed to be Metameter, he, her also, she doesn't have any Chiv of Aninos, she doesn't have to become Tamei to him. Mesa, if she dies, Eina Yarsha, he doesn't inherit her because they're not considered being married. And Mesu, Gavik Subasa. And if he dies, she would get her Ksuba. So we see from here that Almana Mina Erison is not really considered Almana, and she shouldn't have any restrictions on her. So because of this question, we revert back to the original understanding of Rabbi Yesi in the Mishnah that a woman coming from Nisuin does have to wait 30 days because she's Chayv in Avelos. But now that means that we still have to answer the question that this Gemara began with. Why should she be Usher to Erison? We know that one may do Erison the week before Teshavav, so for sure, one during the 
30 days of Elis should be allowed to. So Gemara says, Al-Tanai, it's a mechlekes tonight whether a person is allowed to do Eir's sin before Tisha B'Av. Titania, we have a b'raisa, b'rish chadish v'adatainas, from rish chadish until Tisha B'Av, ha'amimatin m'eskeyen, everyone has to decrease their dealings, melisa melitain, from doing business, belivinus l'untaya, from building, from planting, umalei aris, umalisa, and from doing Eir's sin and Yisuin, Shabbos shechat Tisha B'Av the week that Tisha B'Av falls out on, also l'saper l'chabes, a person is not to get a haircut or launder their clothing. So anyway, it's a machloikas. Ramaskal Arvashi Ravashi asks on our understanding of the Brasa, Mimadili Arisli Aris Mahamesh, who says when the Brasa tells us that we're not allowed to do Arison even two weeks before Tishabov, it means that Arison is not allowed to be done. Demolamavid Sudas Arison, who the Usr. Perhaps making a Sudas Arison is Usr, because that brings a lot of Simcha. But Hali Aris Shabradami, perhaps doing the Arison itself is permitted. The Gemarasi Hachi, if that's really your understanding of what it means, that you're not allowed to do Arison, it just means you're not allowed to make a Sudas Arison. So when the Brasa says Melissa, that one is not allowed to get married, Linase Namilamavid Sudas Nisun. Does that mean that a person is not allowed to make a suda's nisuin? Halisa shapir dummy? But a person is allowed to actually get married just without a suda before Tishabov? How could that be? Sarvashi responds, Hachi hash, is that really a question? We understand that if a person gets married even without a suda, there's still simcha, and that's not allowed to be done before Tishabov. But getting engaged without a suda, is there any simcha there? There's no simcha there, so it would make sense that a person would be allowed to do erisin without a suda before Tishabov. And if that's a problem, understanding the Brasa, we would still remain with our question. We see from here that a person is allowed to do Arison even before Tisha B'av. Why is a woman not allowed to do Arison in the 30 days of Avelos? So Alam Ravashi Ravashi gives a different answer. Shani Avelos Chadasha Mavelos Yishana. A new Avelos is different from an old Avelos. For Shani Avelos Durab Mavelos Diyachid. Public Avelos is different than private Avelos. The Avelos for Tisha B'av is an older Avelos and it's a public Avelos and therefore it's a little bit more relaxed and there's fewer restrictions. However, Avelos for a spouse dying, that's Avelos Diyachid and that just happened, that's Chadash, that's new, and therefore there would be more restrictions specifically in regards to getting married and that's why we can't ask from Tisha B'Av onto our Mishnah. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with a fresh Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.